0: Good morning. My name is Josh. I have the privilege of speaking to you for a moment about something that the Lord has been showing me. Uh, The Lord's really been uh, just blessing my life uh, with um, just some deeper devotional time, uh, just teaching me how to abide in Christ. Uh, And he's teaching me a lot through this book, Abide in Christ, by Andrew Murray. Uh, Its subtitle is, The joy of being in God's presence, and I've really been feeling that joy, so I just want to share that with you guys today. Uh, Do you believe that God is the creator of all things, and do you believe that he's the savior of your souls through Jesus, his son? Do you trust that he's saved you from the punishment that your sins deserve? I assume your answer is yes, and if so, then you have responded to Jesus' call in Matthew 11, where he says, come to me and follow me. When you committed your life to Jesus, wasn't it one of the greatest times in your life? I was 20 years old when it happened for me. The thrill of that time was so exciting, and we have responded. Praise God. But what happened afterward? The joy, the depth, do you feel that same joy and depth today as you did then? John 15 says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing." Here, in this passage, we see the rest of Jesus' call, which is abide in me. Abide is a word which was lost on me for a very long time. Abide, abode, house, has something to do with living in. I think I get it, but not really. And why is this word lost on me? I do still love the Lord, and I do still believe he's true and means what he said. But why have I not experienced the ongoing rest and fruit bearing that comes with abiding in him? We were at one time sure and undoubting and happy, but over time, like me, maybe you've moved into disappointment and unrealized expectations, faint, feeble, shallow joy. And where did the fruitfulness go? Are we now despondent, depressed? Have we given up on believing? And friends, I suggest that maybe we've wandered, and the fix to this is in his call to abide. When we were called to come to him, he meant, come to me and stay with me. Abiding doesn't happen at once. It happens day by day. Like a friendship, true fellowship comes with a longer acquaintance. We are a branch grafted into the vine, and it takes time to grow. We were grafted in, and we celebrated. We now had a source of life, but we must remain there. We cannot be grafted and then pull away from the vine and expect growth or fruit. We must remain. We must abide daily if we are to continue in the rest Jesus gives. A quote from the book says, Who would, after seeking the king's palace, be content to stand in the door, when he is invited in to dwell in the king's presence and share with him in all the glory of his royal life? I confess that until recently I have known very little of this blessing of abiding in him. Maybe you, like I, never knew the fullness of this call. Or maybe you didn't know that a life of deep, binding fellowship was actually possible and within your reach. You know it exists for some, but can't see how it can be attained in your own life. Or do you believe it is possible for you, but you just haven't found the secret of how to attain it? Or maybe you recognize that it is your own unfaithfulness that has kept you from attaining it. You know Jesus would have kept you, but you were not ready to stay, not prepared to give up everything, and always only and wholly to abide in Jesus. I know I haven't given you any specific, tangible instruction about how to do do devotional times. Abiding is so deep and complex and yet so simple that I can merely take you to the place where it happens. I cannot tell you that this must happen in the mornings before the sun rises, though this is where it starts for me. I cannot tell you that your abiding will happen if you read such and such a book or pray such and such a prayer. I can't tell you that if you spend 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour, it'll happen, or that you should be outside or in a prayer closet or sitting or kneeling. Maybe you're already experiencing a deep daily relationship of abiding in Christ, and if you are, please disciple those around you to have the same because we need you. But if you are listening and think you might be missing out on this abiding, then that may be the case. And there is no time like the present to change that. The Lord has created in you a desire to worship him and an emptiness to experience when you are not close to him. And let's get past our doubts as to whether it is attainable. It is. You must lay down at his feet all of your desires and all that keeps you busy and rest and wait on him to take all of you and all that you have and make you wholly his and then trust him to renew you daily and fill you with his joy and his hope. He will do it. He is faithful and he will keep you doing it. He is our only chance of living a joyfully fruitful and restful life. There is much more to abiding in Christ, but you must start here. And we can start now, tonight, tomorrow morning. Stop and tell Jesus that abiding is what you want most, and trust him to answer. Prayer and Bible is where it starts. Lord, I pray that we would all understand your commitment to us, that you want to commune with us, and may we trust you with giving us what we need to press into you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks.